Hello, everyone. Um, so I just want to say, right off the back, something. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is I just want to say, I think everything is going to be okay. And you might be wondering why I'm thinking that. I mean, I don't think you're wondering why I'm thinking that so much as how I'm thinking that. The why is pretty obvious. I mean, the nukes might be about to get launched mass scale, and I know we've all been kind of anticipating that for a long time, been pretty anxious and afraid of that, and, you know, for good reason. It's like, yeah, obviously, a, uh, that would be one of the worst things that could happen. And you know what else is bad? Global warming. The world is quite literally starting to catch on fire. You know, you can see it now. You know, they talked about it for a long time. You can really see it now. Fires are getting heavy. Heat waves are insane, you know world's literally burning and if the nukes go off it'll just all be over probably and that's where we are right now but i just want to say that in spite of all that for whatever reason that uh that even though i am also afraid and i share that with everyone that there's another part of me that's uh you know that that other instinct that's that that lets me know whether things are going to get real bad or not and that part of me is saying oh it's going to be okay do i know it's going to be okay do i know it for a fact no but I believe it's going to be okay. And does that mean anything necessarily? No, I'm just one person. But also it's kind of it's kind of like, what else can you go off of now, you know? Like, human beings have tried a lot of different things for a long time. Thousands of years. And that has led us to, civilization has led us to a place where it's essentially about to commit suicide. And... You know, I, I ask a question of why, you know, why does any any one person commit suicide? And I feel like the answer is the same for why does why do a bunch of people essentially commit suicide, which is that in part they don't want to. A lot of them don't want to. You know, that deep down nobody wants to. You know, I think. I never wanted to deep down, even though I tried it five fucking times. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, oh, we're still here, you know. The truth, you know, it's like we've never had this power before, but also we definitely could have could have not made it if we didn't want to historically, but we did, you know, we're still around. And it's like, okay, what's keeping us going, you know, what's keeping us, because I feel like ultimately the question of what's been holding us back has been made pretty clear uh, because it's really obvious to see what led the world to literally dying, you know. And it's like, oh, what's keeping us going, though? It's like, okay, we have the answer to what's holding us back, but what's going to keep us going, you know? And I think the, and the reason I have, uh, I believe things are going to be okay ultimately is because the one thing people have always truly sought after, whether they know it or not, um, whether they believe it or not, is love, you know? It's really obvious every person in the world, whether they want to or not, values love. As a human being, you don't get a choice whether to value love or not it's just part of who you are you know i'm and i'm not saying that a lot of people a lot of people don't have a lot have very good reasons not to love but they even then they don't why because they know it's everything and i'm like yes you know even i've met i've seen people in much worse lives than i've ever had uh strive for love as if it's the most important thing in the world and i think they're right you know i like joy harjo anyone ever read joy harjo Everyone should read Joy Harjo. Joy Harjo, brilliant author. Best one of the best authors of all time. You know, very hard life, but also creature of impeccable love and very fascinating perception. Uh, 
you know, and I try to be, if I had to pick a role model, it would probably be Joy Harjo. Joy Harjo, I, I want to be like a lot like Joy Harjo. Um, and it's weird, <laughs> but I think because I know people like Joy Harjo can exist, then that also ultimately means the world's going to be fine because, like, the the fact that we can be that amazing means we're going to we're going to be okay because like that's like whatever a force of human nature allowed people to do the incredible insane but also fundamentally imperfect things that they do and be amazing is definitely love you know it's like it's ultimately that that's always what drives the most the most successful endeavors the most important things the things that we all fundamentally agree on that are important the the warmness of self the the love of family, the connectiveness to a people outside of yourself. These are all things every human being values, whether they want to or not, because we are human. And that is how fundamentally we operate. And that can mean a lot of different things. Some people, that means only interacting once every 60 years. <laughs> and that is just a valid way, is just as a valid way of doing it. But still, ultimately, like in one way or another, people need connection. We thrive on it. We grow on it. We evolve from it and on it. That's why it is necessary that as we go forward in these very dark times that we remember that. We remember to love the best we can and we remember to connect the best we can because those are our ultimate assets in every situation. Those are what those are the things that allow us to truly become our best selves. And, you know... I definitely think it probably it's probably going to be a lot harder for some people than others, but I do think you know even even though it, it will be a, such a hard thing to do, it is necessary. It is necessary that in these times of crises, we we spread as much love and connection as possible because they they sustain us. They sustain us in a way that cannot be dis disvalued. It, they are too important to everyone. So I just want to say that. I just want to say it's going to be okay, I think, because those are things that exist in the world. Because love and connection exist in the world, I kind of think fundamentally it's going to be okay because those two things are just too fundamental to ever die. So, you know, it's going to be okay. You can believe me or not, it's up to you, but here's just me, random podcast person saying, I think it's going to be okay. Well, that was dramatic, wasn't it? <laughs> I just wanted to say that because, uh, you know, it's getting tense. It's getting tense out there. You know, I can feel it. People are getting scared a little bit or uh, more where I'm from. It's like, you know, and I'm an American. We, we live in a bubble, right? We're a cult, okay? I'll get into that later. But essentially, like, a, here's the thing. If Americans are noticing the world's not okay, then that means the world is not okay because Americans are all insane. So if they can tell something's wrong, it's like shit, you know? <laughs> all right. Um, but anyway, all right. So I'm gonna... I'm going to... Play Cyberpunk 2077 for you! That's right. I'm actually doing a kind of gaming thing for once. I'm, I, 
And why, you ask? Because I'm a, I'm a heartless shrew who does not mind taking advantage of those exploited Cyberpunk 2077 employees. And why, you ask? Because I'm an imperfect person who does not claim to be perfect. Here's the thing. I made a promise that when the next CD Projekt Red comes out, I am going to own, I'm going to send in a letter or like a like a message to the company and be like, "Hey, I'm not buying this game unless you pay your workers more than your executives," which I know is an insane ask, but also I'm still going to do it because the world is quite literally burning and might be nuked, so I'm like if I'm going to try and do a nice thing there, I feel like I should make it as nice as possible. Like, is it really so unreasonable in a world that is literally burning to write to a company and ask, hey, the people who are making the game should make more than the people who just, like, business-wise allow the game to happen? Is that really so silly? I don't think so. You know, I always think workers deserve, you know, I'm like, video game makers are workers, and I'm like, all right. You know, 80 hours a week, consistently terrible. Absolutely no reason that needed to happen for a fucking thing they're selling. Absolutely no reason. Uh, but anyway, that's all true. And uh, I might think if you are a, uh, someone who appreciates video games and are grateful to them for the joys they have given you, then I would consider writing to uh, CD, uh, CD Project Red for their next video game and be like, hey, uh, we're only, I'm only going to buy it if you promise to treat your workers right. And will they treat their workers better? Probably not. But honestly, I think it's just something people should do. I know I'm going to do it because I was really not... Like, video games make me very happy. And I really don't like to see the people who make the things that make me very happy not treated properly. And those are the video game makers. Those are the devs. And I'm like, are they perfect people? No, of course not. I'm sure some of them are absolute pieces of shit. A lot of the, probably a solid amount of them are, because hey, people. But also, you know, workers, workers are important. So I wish to, wish to respect that. And I'm like, that's my little uh, cyberpunk. This is how me justifying my guilt for playing Cyberpunk 2077. Which I know ultimately the devs want me to do. But also I want the devs, here's the thing, I want the devs to be treated right. But the only way, bargaining chip, I have to do that is not play the video game. But if I don't play the video game, <laughs> then that's less money, which less goes to the devs, but also less money to the executives. And I'm like, it's kind of fucked up. Here's the thing. It's kind of fucked up that I cannot. And this is how I can tell that ultimately executives always value themselves over workers is because if you fuck with an executive in a company... Because of how the company is structured, that will fuck with the workers, but not the other way around. Like a worker, like an executive leaving, fucks everyone else over. But a worker leaving, it's like, eh. They they do not value them because they design them not to be valued more. Just something to think about, everybody. <laughs> Just something to think about. Alright, I'm going to play Cyberpunk 2077. I did my good little badge for me. Uh, advertisement Cyberpunk 2077 is a morally acceptable game to play. All right, and if anyone out there disagrees with me, go right ahead. But I just want to wield a katana and kill police. This is my favorite thing to do in Cyberpunk 2077. I like that the police are just another gang in the video game. Good. <laughs> that is exactly how they should be written. Oh. All right, the game is loading. Um, 
Hold on, let me let me plug in my headphones. Oh crap! Wait, they are plugged in, but they're not working. Oh, there they go. It just took a second because I'm on PC. You see, and that makes audio things weird sometimes. And this is this, that is the thing. This is why consoles are nice. They generally are a little little easier but also pcs really aren't that hard like they just like i like they're terrible for us ultimately and we really should use them less but also i get to play cyberpunk 2077 you guys this is amazing and also i know you're not gonna hear any audio so like (laughs) i'm just i promise i'm just gonna describe this for you as best i possibly can i promise i'll make this entertaining for you by just talking you i believe me promise but i will i'm gonna turn i'm gonna turn the audio down a bit um, for myself and my headphones just so i can listen to my own voice and make sure i don't sound too disgusting in my tone <laughs> i know i probably won't but i like to make sure for all of you nice people uh okay so in the game's loading and it's going through a cutscene with some person talking about uh, so there's this evil corporation called Arasaka, and it is a, a, a company from Japan that is evil as fuck. Uh, not because they're from Japan, from obviously, it's just because they're Japan, from Japan and also evil as fuck. <laughs> um, and then they, they basically brought in a battleship to the city because in this dystopian future, all the, the corporations are as powerful as governments. I mean, that's already kind of the case. <laughs> But I mean, in this future, honestly, they're more powerful than the governments, I should say. And it's really quite fast. Like they have all they all have private militaries and like espionage units and fucking insane shit. They're just like hyper powers. And it's terrifying. It's like, what if McDonald's was just illegally allowed in plain view to hire death squads to go in everywhere? And then you remember, oh, wait a second. That's something they do a lot of the time in real life, just in other countries. Just saying, here's the thing. In America, companies will, I mean, they don't behave themselves, but they they try not to make too, they care about their reputation with Americans, I would say. But also fuck us over all the time. They just like to pretend they're not. They're evil, but they're also like, I don't know. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. But anyway, yeah. So this is, and this is, that's something the game believes in, and it says it very unashamedly. And I think that's good. I think there's no. That's a very valid opinion to have. And I'm like, you know. So I and uh, but yeah. Anyway, driving the car. Dri- oh, <laughs> there's a giant all foods person. <laughs> Like, their mascot is literally a chicken person, this random billboard with, like, a chicken, like, a uncooked rotisserie chicken for a head. And then, like, fucking weird green hair. It's just the most fucking corporate McDonald's thing you've ever seen. It's great. Oh, and I love that Night City looks fascinating, but in, like, a hellscape. Night City looks terrifying, and that's a very good thing. It looks, like, superficially pretty occasionally, but it's always, like, so much shadow and dead concrete it's like nothing lives in this like here's like they, they make a thing that so many like species and animals and plants have been wiped out in this future video game you know technology wiped out so many animals and it's like you know this is this hyper this society that where people literally like i'm literally gonna go buy buy i'll probably buy cyberware later which is like technological implants you can install in your body to give you super abilities and Here's the thing, you know, 
it's like it's really terrifying you know they 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 do glamorize the lifestyle a bit you know but also there are moments where they'll really they'll really have a solidly dark scene where they're like hey this is a fucked up thing happening look at why this is fucked up you know like i thought they 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 wrote the 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 commencing of a sexual assault on a character i feel like fairly fairly reasonably and fairly well maybe not perfectly but i you know it's like oh you're seeing this as you know their friend and you you you, you the person who does it is more of like a friend person you knew briefly but then got to know better their friend and through their friend you find that person and it's like i don't know it's it's not perfect but you know you have the option in a video game of punishing their that person's killer and it's like oh you know they give you the option of like oh kill that person or not and it's like there are very valid reasons for both and also some very not so valid reasons for both and it's like oh which one which one will you choose and why you know me i i chose the first time around to kill the motherfucker because come on it was so horrible what he did and it's a video game like i'm have no trouble killing a rapist for fun in a video game that's fine would i do it in real life probably not just because killing somebody would not be good for me i am a very mentally unwell person and i do not need to be have the trauma of killing a person on my brain that trust me no one wants that Oh, but all right. So I'm outside this cool club called. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm. I gotta select my quest. All right. Let's see. All right. So. Okay. No, I won't do that one. Okay. Wait, so I just have the main quest. That's fine. Uh, also, I have to spend an ability point. I'm in. I've been doing a lot of hacking, which I did my very first playthrough. But I also don't want to do full hacking. I kind of want to offshoot it with. Uh, you know, uh, smart gun abilities and crafting. Uh, I just, I just fucking wish. I hate that. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, but it's cool. I it's a very good game. I really like it. All right, so there's this badass fucking bouncer on this. Uh, essentially, what is a? It's it's kind of like. <laughs> I'm, I decided for my third playthrough to play such a piece of shit. <laughs> Like, my guy is just, like, a, a weird antisocial, like, corporate guy who got fired from his job and is just really not doing okay mentally. Like, I essentially used to work in the, like, as a, the corpro origin essentially used to work in the corporation secret service, and it's disgusting. Like, the story has it where, like, you work in the corporation secret service, and then, like, in the very first, uh scene your boss is seen ordering the assassination of like a bunch of council members and it's horrifying because like oh my god they had you play a corporation and that corporation killed a bunch of people it's scary as fuck and it's like okay oh so that was horrifying but they kind of then the world kind of says that it's like oh wow you were you used to be a corpo that's fucking terrible not as much as i'd like though I do wish that when I did corporate answers, random people would treat me more like a piece of shit. I kind of feel like that would be better for the roleplay.
sorry. I got raptured to Cyberpunk. I have no idea how long that pause was. Um, so I just talked to the person who's giving us our mission. This badass motherfucking, essentially future. So they're what this is what they're called brain dances, which is essentially they're like their virtual reality uh, pornographies. And it's like I'm talking to the proprietor of the establishment, and she is essentially also hiring me for a heist. And I'm like, I she's pretty cool like she she's clearly hyper intelligent and very dangerous but also really cool ultimately it's like it's someone you know you don't want to fuck with but who won't fuck with you if you don't fuck with them first and i appreciate that very very cool person this this fancy uh future person and i'm that's Yeah, and we're having a conversation about, like, our handler, who we are both agreeing is incompetent, which, to be fair, is correct. But also... <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's a weird character, I would say. Uh, Dexter Deshaun is. Um, yeah. Well, kind of cool, but also kind of weird. Uh Alright, so I think I've given you all enough of a cyberpunk 2070. You know what? I know what to do. I know what to do. I'm going to rush through this because I've played this game three times already. And I I don't need to watch too much of the dialogue. But I'm going to get to describe combat to you all. And show you what combat feels like in this game. And why it's kind of scary that a video game where allow, that allows you to play as a corporation's uh, <laughs> a secret service member is selling or is a bunch of corporations. Is being sold by a bunch of corporations to a bunch of real people. In a, essentially to play a simulator where you get to play in a simulator of playing of being a corporation secret service agent and it's like isn't that just a corporation selling you a program to be a kind of a corporation secret agent like I know it's just a fucking video game but it's still like ideas and thought and meaning and like like you know like in video games in video games influence people it is true and it's like this video game is selling is a product of a corporation which is about you in the video game which you don't have to but you can play as for the first part of the game like the very first part the prologue um a corporation secret service agent that's weird right that's weird that's weird i mean it's cool but it's weird All right, I got. I'm sorry. The missions. Oh my god. Okay, you know what? I can't. I can't. Unfortunately, leave the mission, and this will take another thirty minutes. So here's what I'm gonna do. I promise we will continue this at another time when I can. I will play some of the game tonight, and then you all. I hope Witcher Four is an RPG that lets me play as Femme Witcher, and the the Witcher fans be like, what? No, I'm a misogynist Witcher fan. I don't want you to be able to play a theme person in the new Witcher RPG. That doesn't make sense with the lore. And I say to that person, fuck you. If there's just pretend, 
it's like fucking goddamn it. Literally, the TV show confirmed the only reason there's never been a femme witcher is because people are sexist douchebags. And that's why the TV show is better than the video game. The next Witcher video game should be very, should take a lot of influence from the TV show. That is something that should happen. Or the people from the TV show should be the ones they hire to write the next video game. You know, that would be a good idea. But also, even though all of that is might be amazing, I'm still not going to buy it. If they're treating their workers badly. Because I'm very grateful to the workers for Cyberpunk 2077 and Witcher 3. I was very grateful to them, and so I shall not see them besmirched upon by the powers that be of the executive team of CD Projekt Red. Um, so yes, there we go. And, you know, I think that's pretty much... You know what? I want to say thank you so much, everybody, because I got up... I am almost at uh, 70 downloads total from all my little videos which honestly considering that total not counting this one because it's been a full week it has been like an hour and a half of content which you could say is just a potentially normal podcast if it's longer podcast and i'm like like i've you know and it's like huh so i just really appreciate all the downloads and i can see people keep sharing it because it's a lot of the same locations over and over again i just want to say that means so much to me that not like that like the amount of people who have had it just keeps sharing it it's really appreciate it so you know um yeah thank you uh if you want to continue doing that i will not complain i'm actually i'm actually happy that this experience for me has been uh giving me a lot of momentum i'm happy i don't I'm just happy that I'm happy doing it and that it it's pretty cool that I'm that I can I have the stamina for this project now. I've got I got healthy enough for that. It's really cool. It's partially just getting older. That's the thing. I kind of in a way, here's the thing. Adults have like the older you get, here's the thing. The, the one thing you always get as you get older, I think, is emotional stamina. You know, it, it is some people get a lot more than others, but it's like based on just how healthy you were, but it's like it's nice to be able to just take more on emotionally as you get older. That's the, the nice thing about getting older. Oh. All right, everyone. Well, if you want to keep sharing it, I'd appreciate it because here's the thing. I meant what I said. I'm probably, I'll be real. I meant what I said. I'm not, I'm probably not going to post like offer you to be able to pay me for a while or anything. But, you know, it's like if also, here's the thing, if you spread it around, I I will here's the thing I will know I've decided for my thing I'm not going to do advertisements that is the current decision and I'm not going to do you know I, I'm just going to do Patreon I think or something like that like I really what I really like about the podcast business model is I can make the product first and give it out there and people can decide what they think is fair and I kind of trust people ultimately to decide what is fair and uh, financially to give something you know like people have to deal with that all the time so I'm like if someone gives me five dollars for my podcast I, I trust that that was a good reason that person decided to give five dollars for the podcast you know that is completely understandable they didn't have to give me anything you know so yeah I think that's how I'll organize it uh, I don't know when I'll set that up. Probably when I feel like there's enough people to warrant it. I'll be real. Like, if I get up to, like, 500 downloads, I'll probably be like, all right, I'll put up a Patreon. Because then I'll probably get, like, $10 every month. And that'd be fine. And that'd be great. And I'd appreciate just $10 so much. That's, like, an extra, like, burrito, you know, from, like, a little bean burrito that I love from Taco Bell, you know. 
I'd appreciate that's, that's like really like eight of them. That is what that is. So I'd appreciate ten dollars at some point from an audience. It's no obligation or anything, but like I'd, it'd just be cool. Um, I like food. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't worry. This isn't me guilting you either. I promise you, I have a job. I am stable. I am just doing just fine. You know, this isn't like what I'm not. I'm not begging anybody for help or anything. I'm good. I promise. And I hope you're all doing good. Um, but yeah, but I'll probably get that set up and tomorrow we'll get a video and probably tomorrow also we'll get a video and maybe a very short one on Sunday or, you know, and that might change a bit, but you'll, you'll get, you'll get some, again, I'll, I like to, I like to save up my stamina for the middle of the week with my, for my videos and then run in towards the weekend, you know, <laughs> here's, here's what I kind of figured. If I tie up my, uh, um, passion project to the weekends, I can associate it with the weekends. And so during my work week, I can work harder and to build up stamina for the weekends. And, and you know, it's cool. It's just cool. Ah, <sighs> so yeah. Uh, just remember, you know, fear is, can be a thing for bad things or for good things. And maybe whatever, why everyone's so scared is actually secretly because, Something so incredibly wonderful is about to happen. What? I don't know, but the world is insane and makes no sense, even though it is horrible so often. I think we all agree. Every once in a while, it's amazing. And sometimes a lot more than every once in a while. Sometimes it's amazing a lot, and it's like kind of hard not to have like faith in that, right? Kind of hard. You know, so I'm just saying, something really cool I think is going to happen. If AI happens, I think it's going to be a good thing. If society collapses, I think it's going to be a good thing. If nuclear fire rains down, I mean, I gotta be real. <laughs> At least we never did that shit to anyone else, you know? At least we didn't go out to space with nukes. If we all end up just nuking ourselves into oblivion, that's like the worst ending for humanity, but also like... At least we didn't go out into space and fuck with aliens with it. I'm like, you know, at least we didn't become like a monster. At least if you know that that would be the one benefit to even that. And but honestly, I think we're I think we're just gonna heal because I see a lot of healing and healing is very contagious. And I think we're just gonna grow stronger and do better because a lot of old people are dying, and when old people die naturally. You know, obviously you never rush death in any way, but it's like when it happens, it's like, oh, it presents opportunity for change and new ideas. And that is the role of the young and the role of the old should be to give advice to the young. And sometimes that doesn't happen. It depends. All right. Um... So good night, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We did 31 minutes. That's pretty reasonable for the first podcast of the week. Um, so again, I'll ask one more time. If you love me as a human being. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, I promise. <laughs> just if you want to tell your friends about this insanity, I'd appreciate it. Otherwise, we're cool, you know. So have a good night. Uh, sleep tight. Uh, hope you don't die in nuclear fire tonight. Can't be, pretend that it's still never not a possibility, but hey, 
I'm deciding to look at it with optimism because it's like, at this point, what else is there the fuck to do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night, everybody, and uh, care about you. I respect you, you know, as a human being to a human being and on no other level because <laughs> I don't know you. I love you. So uh, be okay, you know. I really like it. All right. Good night.